allegedly abusing children at her Baltimore area child care center. Why one lawmaker says this could be the year of the woman in Montgomery County. I'm Kate Ryan. The last school system with a mask mandate finally lifts it. I'm John Doman. The Dow's down 200 points. It's 12 noon. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Steve Kathan. A new forecast on the economy shows storm clouds and envisions some of the fears that have been building for months. We're projecting uh, probably a recession at year end, a mild recession. Lynn Franco of the Conference Board, CBS's Stephen Portnoy. It's the third straight month of declines in consumer confidence. The Conference Board says concerns about inflation continue to weigh on Americans. The chief economist at the International Monetary Fund says the U.S. has a very narrow path to avoiding recession. Ahead of Thursday's report on economic growth in the second quarter, the White House insists it would be wrong to say the U.S. is in a recession, even if Thursday's GDP figures show the economy has shrunk for two quarters in a row. Former Vice President Mike Pence in Washington this morning serving up political red meat for conservatives. We need to demand a balanced federal budget in the next five years. And in a few hours, former President Trump will return to D.C. for the first time since leaving office for a policy speech aimed at his political allies. Much of the Pacific Northwest is facing a day of unusual triple-digit heat. Forecasters say it'll hit 102 in Portland, Oregon. In Seattle, where highs will top 90 degrees for the rest of the week, this man owns some dogs who enjoy time in front of a box fan. We basically just put it on the ground next to them and they, like, plant in front of it. Well, CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti has the latest on the heat and the major wildfire near Yosemite National Park. At least 17,000 acres have been scorched across Central California. California, where the Oak Fire has many communities facing potential devastation. This is not normal. Thousands of residents are under evacuation orders as the fire leaves a trail of destruction, devouring at least 55 structures while at least 3,200 homes remain under threat. The fire was coming quickly. It was now or never. We had to go. Well, the government's opened three separate investigations into more than a million and a half Jeep and Chrysler vehicles. Jeff Gilbert has details from affiliate WW. WJ Detroit. The biggest investigation involves 1.3 million 2014 through 20 Jeep Cherokees after 80 complaints that the parking brakes have activated while the vehicles were moving. The other Jeep investigation involves Compass and Patriots that have a stalling problem. The feds are also looking at the Chrysler Pacifica Hybrid after 40 complaints of transmission issues. Senate Democratic leader Chuck Schumer says there will be an effort to take up a House-passed measure that protects same-sex marriage under federal law. Some Republicans have signaled they will support it. Wall Street, right now the Dow is down 217 points. The S&P down 49. This is CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. Need to know what it takes for a home loan to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. Welcome in on a cloudy Tuesday, July 26. Nice to say we're only at 75 degrees with occasional showers later today with highs in the upper 70s and low 80s. Good afternoon, I'm Deborah Feinstein. And I'm Mark Lewis with the top local stories we're following this hour. And we begin with breaking news on WTOP. He was allegedly shot by his wife for what she says was payback for sexually abusing young children at her Baltimore area daycare center. 
Now 57-year-old James Weems Jr. will be facing multiple charges connected to those allegations. Baltimore County detectives began to investigate Weems earlier this month after they were notified about the abuse. He was shot last Thursday at the Mandarin Oriental Hotel in southwest D.C. Weems remains hospitalized in police custody in the district, recovering from those injuries. Police want to hear from anyone who may have been a victim of abuse at the Owings Mills, Maryland Daycare Center. Keep it here. We'll bring you more on this developing story. Also new this hour, the Montgomery County deputy who was involved in a shooting last week while trying to serve an arrest warrant has now been identified. He is Dominic Mash of the county's sheriff's office. The deputy was involved in that shooting on Garth Terrace near Watkins Mill Road in Gaithersburg, along with members of the U.S. Marshals uh, Capital Area Regional Fugitive Task Force. When they arrived, the 35-year-old tried to escape through a window, and officers say he was armed with a knife. He was shot and killed by Mash. Another person was hospitalized. No officers were hurt. Mash is a nine-year veteran of the force. The FBI will be handling the investigation into the shooting. An update now on campaign 2022 on WTOP. Montgomery County's election results are featuring a razor-close contest and a possible historic change on the Montgomery County Council. The race for Montgomery County executive in the Democratic primary remains neck and neck between incumbent Mark Elrich and businessman David Blair, County Council President Gabe Albornoz, who looks to keep his seat. But we stand ready as a council to work with whomever pushes through. Council Vice President Evan Glass noted that if current results hold, six women could join the council. I think at this point in time, it is safe to say that this is the year of the woman. But tens of thousands of votes have yet to be counted. Will those numbers grow or tail off? Gilberto Zelaya with the County Board of Elections. My friend, if I had those numbers, I would play the lotto every week. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. David Blair is now 134 votes ahead of Mark Elridge, according to the latest count this morning. But thousands more ballots still need to be counted. In terms of voter turnout, 17% of eligible residents either voted early or in person. That compares to 25% of eligible voters who cast ballots in the 2018 primary. Also this year, nearly 500,000 Marylanders requested mail-in ballots, compared to fewer than 50,000 in 2018. Well, the last school system in our region with a mask mandate in place has finally lifted it. WTOP has learned that Prince George's County Public Schools lifted its mask mandate July 1st, making them optional inside all schools and other facilities. A short email was quietly sent to county staff that afternoon asking for everyone to exercise good judgment and support whatever choice their colleagues make about wearing a mask. Back in February, Prince George's County Public Schools CEO Monica Goldson said in an email to parents she anticipated lifting the school system's mask mandate by the end of the school year, but ultimately did not lift it before summer arrived. John Doman, WTOP News. We'll stick around for traffic and weather and then another expected interest rate hike on the horizon. Some advice for consumers next, 1207. Exonius Federal Systems helps federal government agencies gain the confidence to control IT and security complexity by collecting and correlating asset data from existing solutions. Exonius provides an always up-to-date inventory, uncovers gaps, and automates response actions. With Exonius, free up your team's time to focus on the high-value initiatives they were trained to do. Learn more and try it free at exonius.com slash WTOP. That's A-X-O-N-I-U-S dot com slash WTOP.
Success is picking up extra shifts, but now you want to be the boss. Success is getting your 